Friends, have you ever had a moment in your life that you feel as if you just can't take it anymore? Well, know this. Having life in the name of Christ is your answer. That's coming up on the International Gospel Hour, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. Great to have you with us today for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We appreciate you being with us. We want to pause and always give a word of appreciation to our J-Webb, who shares with us a number of things on our broadcast, things that you can use in your study of the Word of God. Our toll-free number is 855-444-6988. You can call us 24-7 and let us know where you're listening to our broadcast, or if you have a question or a request, we will do our best to meet your request. We also want you to check out our YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube, put in International Gospel Hour, you can see the televised version of International Gospel Hour that's on a number of markets around the country and even into Canada. And so for that we are grateful, and to God be the glory. Just a few things that we offer here absolutely free from International Gospel Hour. In John 20, verses 30 and 31, a text that we looked at in a previous broadcast, we once again come back and consider the words of John when he says, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that to believing you may have life in his name. From the lesson text, we see that phrase, These are written, readily acknowledged, Not everything Jesus did is penned or recorded, but what is written is solid evidence that is proven over and over again. What we did in a previous broadcast is we simply looked at these that are written, and we are going back up into John 20, and in a moment we'll pick up with verses 11 through 18, and we're going to see when Mary spoke to Jesus. We're going to be looking at some running tears, if you will. But first, let's pause for a few words from our J-Webb. Did you know, since 1934, the IGH has been heard over the radio? We are one of the longest-running weekly religious programs in the history of American radio. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. Our study material is free, always has been, always will be. Thank you for listening. From John 20, verses 11 through 18, this is after Peter and John have returned back to their homes, but we find where Mary Magdalene is standing outside the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. 
Now, when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things to her. Friends, we want to look at the running tears. We looked at running souls in verses 1 through 10. Let's look at some running tears, tears that were shed. You know, from verses 9 and 10 of John 20, there's no record of Peter or John saying anything. They looked in, they walked in. One renewed his belief, but yet both walked away. Now, when they walked into the tomb, they did not see the two angelic beings there, but yet Mary did, that is, Mary Magdalene. Now, there's no record of the other women with her, as in Luke 24, verses 1 through 9. They apparently departed. We know that the other Mary did, and Salome did as well in Mark's account. But we find an interesting phrase, as she wept. Friends, when you look at that phrase, and as she wept, there's an indication when you research that word in the original language, it's a loud cry or a bewail, if you will, would be the word. Here is Mary just, she's taken all that she can. And she is crying out loudly. She, she goes to the tomb, the stone is rolled away, and he's gone. And Peter and John, and I mean this with respect, friends, they were not any help. They looked and went to their home, and Mary is there. But you know, when you take a look at Mary Magdalene, the Bible tells us that she was one that stood at the cross, and possibly until the very end, when we look at John 20, verse 25. Of course, she was here at the tomb where he was to be buried with the other women. They went and took Jesus where he was to be buried at the tomb, Luke 23, 55 and 56. In Mark's account, in Mark 16, verses 5 through 7, she was frightened by a young man, an angel sitting in the tomb. Now we see there are two sitting here. And she ran with fear, but yet with joy, to tell the disciples, as we noted earlier, and also in Matthew's account of Matthew 28 and verse 8. But now she cries. She's by herself. She looks again through tears, but now there are two angels, two messengers. I mean, look what all she's been through. And I find myself wanting to say when the angels asked her, why do you weep? You ask, why are you weeping? I mean, come on, you're asking why? But then we find where Jesus even asked her. Woman, 
Why are you weeping? You know, sometimes, friends, we think circumstances have taken our Lord away with the things that we face in our lives. But we need to be like Mary. We're going to weep, we're going to hurt, we're going to suffer, but we need to turn once again and we need to look. We need to look back upon that empty tomb. We need to look back upon the Word of God. We need to never give up, to keep looking. I mean, Mary turned in verse 15 and she thought it was the gardener that took care of the garden there where the tomb was. Tell me where you put him. Sometimes we need to keep turning and looking, but we need to keep turning and asking with the aim, Where have you put my Lord? In verses 15 and 16, we need to look, we need to ask, we need to listen, and we need to hear Christ. Hear His words. When He asked, Why do you weep? There's compassion and kindness. Mary, why and who do you seek? Help is being offered, if you will. Friends, when we think circumstances have taken our Lord away, when we feel like we can't take it anymore, let's be reminded of the compassion of Jesus and the Word of God it is given that comforts and directs and help us. The God of all comfort is there, Second Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. We're comforted by so many wonderful texts within the Bible to help and give us direction. Jesus said, He that rejects me and receives not my words will have one that will judge him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken it of myself, but of the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting." Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. John 12, verses 48 through 50. Jesus is still speaking, and friends like Mary, we need to look closer, and we need to respond. Master, teacher, and learn from Him. We need to respond in obedience to His command of belief in John 8.24 and repentance in Luke 13.3 and confession in Matthew 10.32 and baptism in Mark 16 and verse 16 and to be added to His church of which He said He would build, Matthew 16.18, and the church that He purchased with His own blood. What a beautiful thought. So friend, if you feel like you just can't take it anymore, There is direction and there is hope. And and let us help you. Right now, take your phone and call our toll-free number. Our J-Web will give you the details. And let's send you our Bible study course by mail. And leave all the details. And folks, if we can pray for you, we'll do so. Here is our J-Web. Our well-received Bible study course by mail is available to everyone absolutely free. Would you like to try it? All you do is call us toll-free at 855-444-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Home Study. That's it. That's all you have to do. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. Again, it's free. Give it a try. And it's from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. 
Friends, again, if you feel like you just can't take it anymore and you're looking for answers, let us help you with this Bible study course. We'll mail it to you, and we want you to know that through our studies today, we hope that you can turn and look and see Jesus through the study of His Word. And we'll do this together at another time. Thank you for joining me on the International Gospel Hour today. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, as always, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or our other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,